Hello and welcome to day five of Healing from the Inside Out. We've had days one to three with lots of discussion around acceptance and choices and plus ones and minus ones and grounding and lots of good stuff there. And then day four, yesterday, was about connecting to something bigger than ourselves and nature and the beauty and the wonder. And today I would like to talk about taking all of that and turning it into or um, experiencing alongside it as well as it, because of it, through it, presence presence within ourself and within the moment. Presence is part of the healing journey because we acquire more presence and also supports completely the healing journey. So an, uh, an invitation to increased presence will have many, many benefits and effects aside from professionally and in our day-to-day communication and interactions and conversations within ourselves on the healing journey that we're having, it allows the inner world and the inner landscape to become more still and for it to be there without need for it to be anything else and for almost like the inner landscape to unhook itself so that it can begin its journey of passing and growing and evolving. One of the aspects of presence is coming into greater alignment and that's something that I practice and intend for every moment of every day that is something that now goes on in the background of my awareness and sometimes it it can be the healing journey or an experience like the coronavirus one where we're we're sort of shuttled indoors where we actually consciously acknowledge the wish to come into greater alignment and that's quite a bold statement because the coming into alignment, we don't know what that's going to entail. We don't know what within us we're going to have to hold more gently or give more space to or explore. It's a massive unknown and I would offer it's the only option and direction that we can take is to come into greater alignment. And as we come into greater alignment, there will be stuff that comes up and we'll want addressing. And that's where all the richness is and where all the goodies are, all the, that's where the treasure is. We won't find the treasure in the outside world. There's, There's nothing that we can do and create in the outside world that will give us that inner treasure. By following our dreams and our visions and our passions, that will also bring us into greater alignment, but it can't be at the expense of the inner world. 
that can be quite a hard journey to take to only come into alignment via the outside world. And then we will still reach the point, no matter how much we do in our outer reality, where we still have to align the inner to the outer. So the sooner that we can drop into our inner world, which is what we've been already doing over the last few days, and you're doing anyway in your life, then the sooner the inner and the outer world can also come into alignment. And that's where it becomes very, um, it becomes more productive and it becomes easier. And I say easier in quotes, but underneath any disruption that that causes, there is an ease. So it's looking for the deeper ease. And sending us indoors with the coronavirus experience is making us face our inner landscape and our inner world. Seven billion, seven billion of us are now going into inner therapy in some ways. So if this is triggering some stuff that we're having to sit within, within ourselves, having the intention of increased inner alignment will help keep you grounded and keep you on track. And then that allows what needs to stay to stay, even if we don't cognitively or consciously know what it is, um, because it will be subconscious, and what wishes to pass to fall away. So you could view the choosing the inner alignment or the alignment as a plus one, and then automatically, the more we feed that plus one, the more the incongruence and what has passed and is no longer in alignment will fall away. They will become the minus ones, which will create the balance so that we can become even stronger in our alignment. Now coming into alignment, which is part of our everyday and our our everyday growth and the healing process, whether we have an illness in quotes or just discomfort or or um, or, or not, it's, whatever the experience is, that coming into greater alignment will come in waves. Just like being indoors through the through this um, lockdown that many of us have. It comes in waves. And I noticed that actually with the with my experience of having the coronavirus, it came in waves. And I would suggest that with the coronavirus, if it had a purpose, and I did channel my own virus that was in my body, it is to help us discover our what actually are our beliefs. So it's it's a big upgrade on our inner beliefs and actually like I was saying in the previous episode of updating our iPhone it's making us question what the the inner beliefs are and it's acting like a mirror and it's it's highlighting to us our thoughts and I noticed it that it comes in waves it felt like it comes in waves as we process that and my instinct is that the symptoms that we have are reflective of the energies we need to shift in our body. Now, the coronavirus itself is kind of heart area up. And it feels like it's a clearing of the higher chakras, the higher anything clogging, the higher vibration, as so that we can open up our hearts, our voices, 
our thoughts and it seems to be to me balanced by a slight purging of the lower chakras the the stomach the gut the the bowels maybe hence why everyone's panic buying toilet rolls i don't know so there's there's a releasing of the old and a clearing to allow in more of the new and more um communication so that in itself has the potential and i would suggest it's kind of the only way to go really is to move through an experience like the coronavirus where we have it or not as a symptom we will still be moving through the same energies collectively to see it as we're coming into ever greater alignment and the same template of that could be applied to anything in our life a particular illness that we might have or a situation with a friend or a loved one or a dilemma of of any sort anything that's troubling us to see it as okay what's wanting to come into greater alignment within myself so part of the grounding that i've been encouraging and i would always encourage is to the grounding creates safety it allows us to land and to have our feet firmly on the ground and it is something that we will need to keep doing throughout our whole life because it um, makes us resourceful for well part of that is enjoyable once we start doing it we realize how much we enjoy it because then when we stop we realize how much we miss it but it, it makes us resourceful so that when experiences do come a bit out of the blue we're unwavering and we're unshakable and and I've already discussed you know, a lot of the benefits of the grounding, but one of the aspects of doing healing work and the healing journey is to become um, grounded and safe first so that we're strong enough then to deal with any of the perhaps slightly traumatic experiences, even if they don't feel like trauma, but they could have been and they could be held somatically in our bodies or in our emotions, in our thoughts. It helps us then to, to heal those. So we don't want to be doing big pieces of healing. And a big one of my favourite quotes is in the blink of an eye. A in quotes large piece of healing can can happen in the blink of an eye. So we might find that we've already done all of the work on it subconsciously without realising over our lifetime or period of time. And in any moment, in the blink of an eye, it can pass and it can be, become healed. And the more grounded we are, the more um, the more capacity there is to do that in an easy and more effortless and lighter way. So when we find ourselves holding on very tightly to our exterior, it becomes harder to 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 um, process and release and move through what wants to happen on the inside. And as we choose the plus ones and <clears throat> excuse me, and make new choices potentially or wiser choices or the choices might be exactly the same as before but we're coming from a totally different energy and intention behind them. When we when we make those and we start filling up from the inside, filling up our inner landscape with all the goodness that we need to support the process 
then it becomes a, a lot swifter for things to pass. So I'd like to suggest holding the thought that things can heal and pass very, very quickly. And the more that we, f- we ground and fill up on the goodness and the love and operating from the heart and everything else, those other moments can can pass in the blink of an eye. And sometimes they need a little bit more work and sometimes they don't. So this is a natural process and evolution of the previous audios. And coincidentally, it's something that I experienced myself this morning. And I noticed that in the, because we're going through an awakening process, and I can also recognize in myself there's another wave of awakening happening. I've had a few awakening processes. And consciously this morning, I could feel the lower half of my body, energy body, filling up with energy, just new energy that had been, that space had been occupied as slightly as a void, which would have been a past traumatic or difficult experience. And actually it was healed, but it was still being held as kind of like an inner bubble, a void within myself. And then this morning is when I noticed, ah, oh, that has just filled up. And that filled up not for any particular purpose, but just because I was becoming in more alignment and filling up from the inside. And these can, that can sound quite vague because it's, it's energy and how do you quantify that other than we can feel it, we feel fuller on the inside and the energies and feelings and emotions around it feel wonderful. So I'm going to give myself as an example there, offer that that can happen in any way at any point and to allow the possibility that that is happening, that's going on in the background. And the lighter we hold it and the more we let go, then the the easier that becomes to happen by itself. So my experience that culminated in this morning was not something I was consciously doing, but I was aware that there was some processing going on over the last couple of days. And I couldn't have told you what it was other than having that experience. So the more we tune into our body, the more we can be aware of that. The letting go, which I suggest that letting go and acceptance are two sides of one coin. And when we let go, we become become into greater acceptance. And as we come into greater acceptance, we are automatically letting go. The move on from those is, is, I suppose it's more of a Buddhist maybe um, terminology, but the, the concept of detachment. So this is not detachment in a negative sense in that we become disconnected from the world, people, ourselves, or, or, or anything. It's that we are able to let go and stand on our own two feet, fill up from the ground down, inner resource, filling ourselves up, that we, we, we become non-reactionary. 
there's almost like a space between our awareness where we can pause and then we can take action. So with detachment, there's a self-reliance, an inner strength. There's, just as in the meditation the other day, if you listen to that, the, the, the pause between the inhaling the plus one and exhaling the minus one, that pause, that, that, that moment of stillness, that's what becomes a slightly greater energy within us in the detachment. There's an awareness, there's a clarity, there's it's kind of like a cleansing um, feeling, I suppose, in a way, that there's that space where we're able to really observe and come into greater knowing of ourself. And we're able to listen with a deeper resonance and see with more clarity and perception and to feel in the contrast between the inner and the outer which is ever so slight we're able to feel differently and more and we're able to see others more clearly without our needs being projected onto them or our perception um, shaping what we see so much and how we interpret it and the meaning we take so and I suppose you could um, you could liken it to another example of the energy bubble so although we shine through our energy bubble that's an example of having a slight detachment that works for us as a plus one because as we become more resourced from the inside we become able to give more unconditionally we naturally share heart energy in a more unconditional way because we we know ourselves and we're aware of our our boundaries and where we stop and where others and the outer world begins and that detachment and clarity of vision and being really helps align our inner and outer worlds and bring us into greater alignment. One of the um, sentences which I, um, it's a sentence out of my book, so I was looking through some of my notes this morning of some of the the things that I um, am writing about in it. I was kind of guided to page 32 and I looked at that, oh detachment, and the sentence that I'd written is only with detachment are we um, only with detachment do we have true choice so when there's that pause and we're not reacting but taking action and resourcing from within the body the action and the choice coming from within the body that's when we make different choices or we make choices but from a different place and they have a whole different energy around them so that's my um, that's my main sharing for t- for today. Um, some tools to give around this um, that felt f- probably feels like a good day to share them is um, not so much journal- journaling can be very um, useful. I personally don't journal per se, but I I 
tune in with myself and check in with myself um, religiously every day. And the practice I offer, and it can be, if, if you do journal, it can be in addition to the journaling, is to, if you can do it first thing in the morning, great, because before we get too much head stuff going on, we it's easier to um, get the communication with our body, to hear it. Um, it's not to say you, you can't get the same level of communication throughout the day, but sometimes it could just be a bit easier to do it first thing. Is I encourage people to start with a blank sheet of paper. And I quite like having loose sheets of paper rather than in a book, which as we write in a notebook, the notebook becomes an energy field of its own, which can, I think, um, influence what we then put in the notebook. It becomes, you know, it comes alive with energy. Now that's useful if we're writing a book, for instance, because it keeps the flow going. But for this practice, I like... I like having a blank sheet of paper of loose paper and starting each day with a blank sheet of paper and a pen and just tuning in from the neck down, maybe with a heart, maybe with a gut, maybe generally, or with just asking and inquiring how those parts of us feel. And it's also useful sometimes to um, check in with the head. So this morning I checked in with my heart my gut, my soul and my head and that helped me create understanding of what was happening because I woke up with a a slightly unusual feeling to then get the clarity on, on what had happened energetically. Now I do mine that way quite somatically. The the note taking could be just a sort of subconscious stream of dumping of stuff which can be really useful because that gets that out of the way to then come into greater alignment more resource more grounded so uh, using it as a dumping of stuff which I suppose is what I'm doing anyway we can do doodling it can be drawing it could be you get a blank page and there's nothing really that wants to go on it so this is this is not a critiquing there's no right or wrong some days there might just be one word other days I could have reams of paper and it helps shift things through the body and clear things so it's it's a process of clearing some minus ones you might say in order to find the plus one of the day it can be a great way of of asking the heart what it would love to do today and including I often encourage this with clients is to include one thing that actually is really important for you today. So no matter what's going on, when we start hearing the body and what it wants, whether it's the heart, the gut, however it is, something from the body, and honouring that if we can, I mean, pretty much guaranteed, if there's one thing and you write it on a piece of paper, you will end up doing it in the day. It's amazing how what we can write does happen. Now, this is not a to-do list. It's, It's absolutely not that. It's listening to the one thing that that wishes to be done. And it might be, I want to eat an apple today. It might be, I must make that phone call. It might be, I must pick up that piece of work. It might be, I must go for a walk. They can be very simple things. And the act of listening to ourselves, though, 
that is the most powerful experience. Not just listening to ourselves, but then honouring it. That reshapes the whole day. That bring that's automatically brought us into an alignment that makes us more able to deal with other stuff because we've heard ourselves first. We've put the oxygen mask on. We've included ourselves in all the actions that we do and how we care for and look after others. And the one thing might lead to other things. They usually become very productive days. But in honouring the one thing and sort of mining for that in the day. And it's not really something you can do the night before. You can tune in the night before as to how you feel at the end of the day. This process, you can do it at both ends of the day. And you might have an idea the night before what you want to do the next day. But actually, when you wake up the next day and tune in to actually what's important after we've processed our night's sleep, you may well find it's something quite different. So the invitation is to hold it lightly, to not really question it, to honour it if you can. Now that is a fundamental process of building trust, of trusting ourselves, of listening to ourselves, of honouring ourselves, of being in the moment with what is, of acknowledging ourselves. It's it's part of the growth of trust and the filling up on the inside. Another um, tool which can be useful. Oh, and with the piece of paper, sorry, to go back, what I tend to do is throw them away at the end of the day. You could keep them if you wish. Sometimes I might keep them for a couple of days if something's processing over a couple of days. And then I'll throw them away. But there's something very nice about allowing that process to keep moving, that gentle movement whilst we're in the moment, whilst we're grounded, whilst we're creating more presence within ourselves. Because all of this, the detachment, the letting go, the acceptance, is all creating and adding to our presence, as is the filling up. And so to throw it away and then trust the next day you'll have your answer for the next day, that's a, it's a very empowering and trust-creating process which doesn't take much time really and doesn't cost anything again. So I would offer that. And then the other one is to not so much create a, visual, a vision board. Um, I will talk about vision um, in another audio, but to create a mood board um, might be a way of describing it. So as we're under house arrest, um, and at any time, and definitely at times when we are having an awakening and there's new creativity coming through or wishing to come through, is just to collate things that you find that you're enjoying right now. So not for a future outcome, that would be a separate thing, but becoming aware of what actually is rocking your boat, what's actually you're finding stimulating and interesting. So this is supporting the idea of having new thought rather than repetitive cycles of thought. Just because we liked something back then doesn't necessarily mean it's the thing we like the most right now. And so just noticing whether it's mm, taking a book off the bookshelf that actually you want to bring down and bring down into your awareness a bit closer, even if you're not reading it yet, or 
cutting out some images or noticing some words or listening to some different music or picking some colours that resonate for you and having those around in some way or creating not so much a journal but a well it could be in in a in a book or however it is for you but somewhere where you're discovering what brings you inspiration and that also in in the creating in the mining for the new plus ones what wants to emerge that can bring great energy to us and um yeah i would encourage that and it helps create presence for what is coming through right now and it fosters massive creativity and new conversations and new connections and yeah so those are the two things that i would offer some people might prefer to do more of an altar have a little space in the home where they start collecting stuff others might be on paper it, you know how it, it could be on your phone it could be however however works for you so i think that's probably enough for today i've spoken quite a bit there i'm now going to move on to doing um, a meditation so if you're driving working meditation is not great for you then i invite you to switch off the audio now and if you are continuing um i'm pleased that you're here for the meditation and i'd invite you to get comfortable to uncross any arms or legs maybe ask your body how it would like to be right now as opposed to the mind or the head potentially moving you into a position maybe ask your feet or your legs maybe or your hips how they would like to be they can be sitting lying resting however however walking however you'd like to be and take an inhale and an exhale and an inhale and an exhale and an inhale and an exhale and just keep breathing in the way that your body wishes to breathe as you do that notice your energy bubble around you notice if it needs anything and how in your mind's eye it might look or feel today ask it how it's doing and just connect also with your heart and your feet and notice that you're grounded right down to the centre of the earth with your divine cord or your roots or your chain or however you picture it right down to the centre of the earth where you can wrap yourself, your roots around your little bar with your name on it or your hook maybe you're wrapping them around a tree trunk right down there in the centre of the earth however you imagine it keep breathing just notice how it's becoming quicker to do that the more we practice it the 
quicker we can do it. Almost in the blink of an eye, we could be grounded, connected to our bubble, in our hearts and breathing. And just give thanks for that. That ability to self-resource, to come into alignment and presence. As you do so, notice the energy inside your bubble. Notice if it has a colour or a sound. Notice if it goes into your body. as your physical, emotional and mental bodies breathe in your energy field. You may notice a variety of colours or sounds. Which is your state of being. Notice that you have acceptance within your body. and also space. You may find that if you tune in, there might be some, some gaps, some little voids where the energy is just holding itself out of the space. You could notice one particularly large one or lots of little ones or just have a sense that there's an area that could that could enjoy a bit more fullness. Just give a, a nod in your mind's eye to these gaps or spaces or areas. We don't need them to change, we can just observe them, allow them to be. And I invite you to take your attention down to your right foot, as we just gently do a body scan. As we notice if there's any, any areas that jump out or reveal themselves to us. So observe your right foot, ankle, your shin and calf, your right knee, your right thigh, front and back. Serve your hip and pelvis area and up the right side of your waist, your chest and breast area on the right, 
around your right lung, under your right arm, into your right collarbone. Observe down your right arm, your upper arm, your right elbow, your lower arm and your right hand. Observe as you come back up your arm to the right side of your neck, behind your right ear, the right side of your mouth, your eye, the right side of your head. Then notice right at the crown of your head, maybe just a foot above it. And then back down onto the left side of the head. Behind the left eye. The face, the jaw, the ear. The left side of your neck. Down your left arm, the shoulder, the upper arm your left elbow, the forearm and your left hand. Come back up your arm to your collarbone, to your left breast and chest area, around your left lung, down your left waist, down to your hip, your pelvis area and down your left leg to the front of the thigh, the back of the thigh, the knee, the front shin, the calf, the left ankle and the foot. As you do so, ground even more down into the earth through your feet. And just let anything that you noticed just go. Allow it to dissipate and fade away and drop away as a minus one supporting you and bringing you into balance. And breathe, inhale and exhale. And inhale and exhale. And keep breathing as you notice the energy is passing. Keep breathing in and breathing out. Breathing in and breathing out. And if you notice any feelings of any emotions, any sadness, for some you may imagine some tears, and for others a gentle smile might wish to appear. Just allow the process of that 
knowing it's bringing you into alignment, that it's healing, that it's creating greater presence. Allow your whole body to breathe with you. to inhale and exhale and to be held, to inhale and exhale and to be held. And as you breathe in, notice if there's a colour or a feeling or sound that you wish to breathe in. That, that now wishes to be breathed in. Allow your body and your senses to guide you. As we come into greater presence, our senses come alive. Trust which wish, what wishes to come into you, to nourish you, to nourish your stomach. and your heart energy and support your lungs. What wishes to fill up your hips and your legs, breathe it in. Allow it to evolve. It may move into different emotions and colors and sensations. Allow yourself to fill up and everything which wishes to come in and for it to find its own way into you and its own place and to settle where it wishes to settle as you hold the space for that to happen within you and as your energy bubble holds the space for you and trusting in the greater holding that happens Keep breathing, feel the new energy or combinations of energies behind your eyes. Allow it to fill your mind and your head, thanking your head for all it does for you. Reassuring your head that you'll only go at its pace, that it's included in everything that you do. Thank your throat, reassuring your throat that you'll only voice what it wishes to voice as and when it feels comfortable doing so. Thank your heart for supporting this process and doing what it does for you. And then thank the rest of your body down for everything it does and how it's recalibrating and optimizing just for this moment to bring you into greater alignment and presence. And when you're ready, keep breathing, remain grounded, you're in your bubble and wriggle your toes and your fingers a little 
Notice the environment around you, in the room or where you are. And then gently, when you're ready, open your eyes. And after this meditation, I would encourage you to spend a moment of quietness and to drink lots of water and to take it easy for the day because my body was certainly reacting to that so there was quite a lot of shifting going on there potentially for some of you listening to this so with love have a beautiful day